bless you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for the worship. I love that spirit I feel in here, don't you? Uh, before I forget uh, to remind you that this Wednesday we have a going home celebration for, uh, for Jeanne uh, Jeanette. And uh, we need, want to make sure you're here at 4 o'clock on Wednesday. And it's going to be a great service for a great lady. Amen? Uh, it's just been a transition uh, lately. I know my, uh, if you would, pray for my son-in-law, Tony. His grandfather, which raised him, uh, passed away this week. And my wife is leaving uh, early this week to go represent the family in California, and as a side benefit, she gets to see grandchildren. So that's going to be great. Uh, but anyway, we, she will be there. My, my daughter, Lauren, uh, was talking to her five-year-old son why his great-grandfather, Sido, uh, in, in Arabic, uh, you know, it's, it's Sito uh, instead of grandpa. And, and he said, well, she said, yeah, Lay said, Mom, why, why is this Sito, why is he always in bed? Why is he not getting out of bed? And she said to a five-year-old, well, he's not feeling very good, and he's getting ready to go to heaven to see Jesus. And he stopped what he was doing and looked at her and said, well, I've got to see that. Think about that for a moment. I wonder what would happen if each and every one of us took all the promises of God with that much anticipation. Sometimes we, we, we focus on the sorrow, we focus on the difficulty, we focus on the, the negative side of things, but in reality what he was saying was, he took it literally. He wanted to be there to see Sito rise up into heaven to see Jesus. Isn't that amazing? I wonder what would happen if we embraced all of God's promises with such confidence. Notice he didn't wonder how. He didn't wonder why. He just said, wow, you told me this is what's going to happen, and it's going to happen, and I've got to see it. And it's, it's amazing. I wonder what would happen if, if all the promises of that, that God has given us, if we embraced them that same way. Like, Christ saves. Well, I've got to see that. Christ transforms people. Well, I've got to see that. Well, Christ heals people. Well, man, I have got to see that. Well, Christ delivers people. Man, I have got to see that. I wonder what would happen if, if that so much faith and confidence and childlike simplicity, if we embraced it, if we got beyond our adult reasoning, are you with me? And if we got beyond our own comprehension and how we had to try to figure it all out, if I think a five-year-old had it better than everybody. And I wonder what would happen if, if, if God's people just took God's word for what it said 
and had that same anticipation that, wow, I, this is something I have got to see. I don't know how he's going to do it. I, I, I didn't know. I, I, all I know is he said he was going to do it. He has the power to do it. He's going to do it, and I have to be there to watch it. The psalmist in, in Psalm 103, we're talking about blessed be the name of the Lord and, and, and bowing our life and our heart and our eternal destiny to him. And in doing so, we've been talking about some of the promises that he has made. And in verse 7, he makes this amazing statement. David is looking back in history and looking at, at Moses and the children of Israel as they were going to be led out of Egypt. And he said, he made his ways known to Moses. His deeds to the people of Israel. What he is saying is, God, he, God, made known. He, he identified. He selected. He, he made it understandable. He caused Moses to know what he was going to do. Isn't that incredible? That Moses did not have to, to doubt. Moses did not have to worry. Moses did not have to fret. Moses did not have to question. God said, Moses... This is what I'm doing. Do you realize that God makes his ways known to us? That we don't have to worry what God's going to do? That we have that promise in the word of God? God makes his ways known. God makes his ways known to us. And it doesn't come from us. Let me, let me, let me talk a little bit about that. Why is it that sometimes we think all the things of God have to first go through the intellectual understanding of man? Are you with me? Why is it that every time we have a, uh, an opportunity, it's not a problem, it's an opportunity for God to do something, we, we look at it through the lens of our own ability? Why can't we be like that five-year-old says, man, I've got to see what God's going to do here. This is going to be incredible. And, and, and every single time, search the scripture, every single time that a man or a woman, boy or girl, did, had childlike faith, and they moved on that childlike faith, God showed up. Peter and, and the apostles in the boat, Jesus is watching them toil as they're rowing, trying to get across the sea. The winds, the Eurocladan winds was up against them, and they were fighting in the middle of the night. Here comes Jesus walking on the water. I wonder if he was singing. I, I don't know. But he was walking across the water, and they were afraid. They thought it was a ghost. And he said, don't worry, it's me. There's 12 guys in the boat, and one had enough childlike faith that says, hey, can I come out to you? And he said, yeah. And without thinking, Peter jumps out of the boat, starts walking on water. The other 11 were sitting over there saying, well, let me see. Um, we're in a boat because we can't walk on water. And yeah, you know, we, we get on to Peter for for doubting when he got out there and seeing the waves, but at least he took that childlike faith. And when God said, yeah, you can come out, he just jumped out of the boat and started walking. 
God is looking for people that will take him at his word. Notice, notice that, that it's God that gives it and not man. And it's the Lord that has a path for us to follow. He made known his ways to Moses, what he was going to do. God makes your path known. You will understand. I'm going to say that again. God will make your path known in a way you comprehend, the way you get it. His way, His road, His distance, His journey. God has a journey for you, and God has a plan for you, and He will make that journey and plan known. You say, well, how does He speak to me? Well, one, He will speak, God speaks in many ways. God speaks in nature. Psalm 19:1 says, the heavens declare the glory of God. If you're wanting to know if God is there, if God is real, all you have to do is take a walk. I would say take a walk in nature, but we're in Florida, so walk anywhere and there's nature. And you see these amazing skies with those great puffy clouds. And you see the trees and the water. And you feel the wind. And you hear all of the birds. And they sound so amazing. Until that murder of crows flies over. <laughs> and there, there's a whole group of crows, and they, they are obnoxious. But all you have to do is look around. That's why every culture in the world has a God that seeks God that realizes there's a higher entity there's, there's a higher power there's a higher authority than us and they may not serve the God but they search for a God because heaven's nature itself declares that there is a God all you have to do is look around and see that God is there God speaks not only through nature, God speaks through his written word. There is an attack on, on the scripture, on the holy scripture these days saying, well, you know, it was man that left some, by, uh, some books out and it was man that, that added these books. And, and the, the whole argument is trying to say that the reason why we have the scripture the way it is is because man got in there and changed it. But in reality, I think my God is a little bit greater than that. I believe my God has given me the Bible that he wants me to have. And in that scripture is the ways of God. It's the way of salvation. It's the way to treat one another. It's the way of life. God speaks through his word. Acts 17.30 says, Therefore having... Overlooked the times of ignorance, God is now declaring to men everywhere to repent. If you want to know what you need to do, number one, God says you need to understand that I am God and that, and it starts with changing your ways, changing the way you think, changing the way you feel, changing the way you act, changing where you go, changing what you do. Change who you are when you recognize that God is God. God speaks through his word. How many times have you opened up the word of God and, and it just spoke into your life? 
transforms you. The Bible says it's, it's a living word. It's alive. It's real. It's, it refreshes. It restores. It renews. It, it chastens. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It gets into our very being. It's the word of God, and it will never fall or fail. God speaks to us in a way we understand. He'll, he'll speak to us in nature. He'll speak to us in his written word. He, he'll speak to you in a, in a, whether a still small voice or maybe in a conversation or something you read or something you see. But God is going to speak to you and help you understand his path for you. Notice that every time that God speaks, it never contradicts his written word. If you think you've heard from God and it doesn't agree with the word of God, it's not God. God always speaks. And notice, it's, it's interesting, he said that he spoke to Moses in, in Exodus chapter 3. Moses is out in the desert, out in the wilderness, tending sheep, and God has a bush that's on fire it's burning it's on fire but it's not being consumed now that is something you'd have to go see that if i saw that i would have the same reaction that my grandson did man i've got to see that moses said man i have got to see this so he went over and god spoke to him in the burning bush it doesn't mean that god is a burning bush it means that god can use whatever he needs to get your attention to speak to you and God spoke to Moses, and Moses believed God. And you say, no, wait a minute, Pastor. I've read that story. And Moses said, God, send somebody else. Moses did not doubt God. Okay, I'm getting to the point. This is it. I'm going to stab you with it, and then I'm going to give you a Band-Aid. Are you ready? Moses didn't doubt God. Moses doubted Moses. God said, I'm going to deliver my people out of Egypt. Moses had been raised in the palace in Egypt for 40 years. He's now been out in the wilderness for 40 years. And, and now, at, at the age of 80, God's saying, I'm going to deliver Egypt my people out of Egypt and Moses is looking at him said and in Moses mind he's saying I know Egypt and I don't have the ability I can't even speak well why is it that when God speaks we think that he has to use our ability to accomplish his goal You ever wonder that? You ever wonder why we put ourselves in the mix? That we say, when God says we're going to do this, and, and you think, I can't do that. You're right, you can't. And God never thought you could. Because when God tells you what he is going to do, it's not based upon your ability. It's your availability. It's never been about what we can do. It's always what he will do through us, not because of us. 
Not because of our power, not because of our intellect, not because of our wisdom. God says, this is what I'm going to do, and he just expects us to say, man, I have got to see that. And when we, when we get that, 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 that attitude in us that we're not worried about, we're not worried about how God's going to do it. We're not worried about when God's going to do it. We're not even going to worry about why God's going to do it. We just say, God said this, and I believe it. When, when you heard the gospel for the first time, I mean to that point where you gave your life to him, there was a thing called repentance in there where you said, Lord, forgive me of what I have done. I want to follow you. And I find it interesting that when people give their lives to the Lord, there's, we always talk about the forgiveness of God. But in between understanding what God said and receiving what God said is a doing on our part. When God says, if you come to me, I will not turn you away it still means you've got to come to him. And notice in that scripture where it says, God spoke his ways to Moses and his deeds to the children of Israel. In between God telling Moses, I'm going to deliver Israel out of Egypt and having all of the plagues and Israel being delivered, between God speaking and God performing, there was an obedience in the middle on Moses' part. Moses said, I don't know how. I don't even know why. You haven't told me any of that. This is what you've told me. I'm going to deliver Israel out of Egypt, and I have a part to play, and I have got to see it. And he went and did his part. And when he went and did his part, God did his. I think a lot of times in our, in our lives, the, the key to seeing God really show up in our lives is, is if we would just stop trying to figure it out in our own ability and let God be God. Mark 10, 15 says this, I tell you the truth. I love it when, when Jesus says that. Aren't you glad he doesn't say, I'm going to tell you a lie? Jesus said, Jesus always speaks the truth, and yet he says, I tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you this. What he's really saying is, hey, this is something you need to listen to. This is something you need to put in your heart. This is something you need to take to the bank. This is something you need to embrace. This is the truth, and buy the truth and don't sell it. Hang on to it. This is something you've got to hear. Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Anyone... Anyone, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. You can't intellectualize yourself into the kingdom of God. You can't buy your way into the kingdom of God. 
You can't sneak into the kingdom of God. You can't bully your way into the kingdom of God. You can't argue your way into the kingdom of God. The only way, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And you look at it and you say, well, I know that Christ died for my sins and, and I know he rose again so I can live and, and he's coming back. And we look at all of those things. But have you ever understood why God allowed all of this to play out? To be honest, that, that is not in Scripture. Why? But we do know this is what God said to do, and we, when we are obedient, amazing things happen. We know. It's that childlike faith. When we act on what God has said in our lives, the evidence shows up when people are really committed to God it becomes evident to those around them when people begin to build and deepen their relationship with God and, and that vertical relationship is strong their horizontal relationship with one another becomes different you can, you can see the difference and, and you say well why is it because somewhere, somebody has said, this is what the Word of God says, and I am acting on it. The deeds come after our obedience. It's never before. The walls of Jericho fell after they walked around the walls. Notice that God didn't knock the walls down and then say, hey, go walk around them a few times and shout victory. There's always that, that great equation. That's why I love, I, I used to love algebra. I know that's weird. Um, but because you could, you could solve any problem if you had the proper equation. It was just interchanging numbers and letters. And God has an equation. It's, it's the if-then equation. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and turn from their ways and see, then I will hear from heaven. If you ask for forgiveness, you will receive forgiveness. If you do this, then I will do that. And the if is based on God's word. If you act on what God has said, and you don't even have to understand why he said it. Isn't that amazing? You just have to believe that what he said is true and act on it. And when you act in faith on what God has said, that's when God shows up. There has been so many times that I've seen God work, and we never understood why. We never understood why God was going to do it that way. And there's, a, there's many times in, in your life that you may not ever understand on this side of eternity why something happened. And we look for why. We want why. In fact, it's one of our greatest motivations is what's your why? when it comes to God there are things about God that you can't explain why because God is God we just know and our why is 
because he said. And because he said, I believe it. And when you believe what God has said, you act on it. And when you act on it, God shows up. The Red Sea didn't part before Moses stretched forth his staff. God said, stretch forth your staff and watch. He said, stretch forth your staff and I'll give you a way of escape. He didn't tell Moses, hey Moses, I've got you over here in this corner, but here's what I'm going to do. Buddy, here's what I'm going to do for you. See that Red Sea over there? I'm going to split it in half. It's going to be great. I'm going to allow wind to come by. It's going to be nice and dry. You're going to be able to walk, walk through. And then after it's all said and done, here's what I want you to do. I want you to put that staff over it and say, ta-da. He said, Moses, stretch forth your staff. Stretch forth your staff, and then I'm going to act. See, a lot of times God just tells us what to do. He doesn't even, we don't even know how he's going to deliver. We don't know what he's going to do. He's God. He can do anything he wants. The only requirement on our part is to hear from God and do what he says. And when we hear from God and we do what he says, God always shows up. But the thing that keeps us from doing is our own reasoning. Because we can't, God won't. I'm going to ask our praise team to come back. You say, well, Pastor, what's your passion? I'll, I'll tell you what my passion is. I want to see people transformed. I want to see lives that have been messed up so bad by this world that God comes in, transforms them, and then six months later somebody walks in and talks to them and says, you know what, it looks like you've always been in church. I want to see, I want to see families restored. I want to see God be God and do amazing things in our community. I would like to see people that are sick healed. I would like to see people that, that are, are in bondage. I want to see the hand of God move like I know he can move. And, and the only thing that is stopping me is my own human reasoning. Let's act on what God has said. Let's act on what God has promised. Bible says go into all the world and, and make disciples. It doesn't say you might make a disciple, might, that if you study long enough or if you search long enough, he just says go and do it and, and, and I will be with you everywhere you go. I think it's time for God's people, you and I, myself, to take the word of God for what it says. And if God says, upon this rock I will build my church, I've got to see it. I've got to see God do some things. I don't know about you. Uh, maybe, would you stand with me? Maybe you're here today and, and you've had an issue that you have been praying for, that you have sought, that you have been seeking for God, that you have been asking God to, to 
to bless. And you just keep getting in the way. God's told you what he wants to do, but you just can't see how you can do it. Move yourself out of the equation. And just simply say, God, you're God. I don't know how you're going to do it, but man, this is something I've got to see. And let's see what God does in our lives. We're going to sing a song here in a minute. I'm just going to ask if anyone's here, if they want to see God show up in their life. If you just want to see something in your life that, that you believe God alone can do and, and you've tried to figure it out but you don't, just don't know how he's going to do it, I would like for you to, to step out and say, God, I don't know, but I do know this, that you're able and I'm getting myself out of the way and I'm trusting in you. As we sing this song, if you want to see God move in your life and you don't know how he's going to do it, I want to give you an opportunity to say, God, here I am. I'm trusting in you. I have heard from you and I have just got to see the hand of God do this amazing thing.